0: It's a full energy. One bed, batting, cause they're my enemies. Buy so, and like, rate and review. Your home, I'm the day are they beat, couple gets two. We're gonna win a trophy, we're overdue. Now mm-hmm. we do the double, make it deja vu. It's a move London thing. Bird, but it's only on the wing. Harry's one of the wrong in the He's only got. But Lizzy's in the king And we got Ellie and Ellie that talking Where the show side, where the show side Where the show side's what we see Where
1: the show side, where the show side Now it's a new vlog to pick Yo, 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 nah, yo Nah, yo. nah, 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 shut
0: that down Shut, shut that, it down. That, sh- yeah, shut. Whoa, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, why, why, why? You're no, not No, 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 no. I'm not happy. We just happy. all right. No, let's do not. something different. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's <much> right, <laughs> now. That is it's much the show side podcast. And you're oh. right, Kovna, no, I can't say weekly because we've been a bit random, but we've been a bit random because we've been waiting for some conclusive news. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> like. You know, Andrew, how are you, man? Yeah, how are you? What's this, episode 59? Um, I'm well. We caught up just before this. I'm going to ask you how you're doing, but I know how you're doing. So we caught up just before this. And and the reason I'm saying that is because we spent half an hour, when we haven't got any time during the day, because this is during the day. I'm just, again, letting listeners behind the curtain. This is during the day, and we're supposed to be doing other stuff. But we just caught up for half an hour talking about mainly Spurs, that we're going to talk about on the pod. And it was like we could have gone on for hours because our team, I'm trying to watch the Euros peacefully, but my team is doing a madness. It's doing a real madness. But how are you anyway? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a
1: lot, lot of stuff going on. It's been a lot of plates. But like you, it's like, what should be a release? What should be a period of time where... Ding dong, the witch is dead. Mourinho's gone. Like I should be looking forward to an era of hope, of light, of
0: positivity. I can't even get that. I can't even get that. <laughs> wow, these guys piss me off. You know. <laughs> I think so. So wait, hold on. So since the last time we podded, which feels like an age ago, but probably two weeks ago, um, or well, just under two weeks, I reckon, we were talking about the impending arrival of Paratici, right? Yes. And since then, he's been announced. And we thought that would kickstart, like you say, this period of hope, this period of transformation, this period where Levy, the dictator, had to take a step back. And Paratici has come in as sporting director, a director of football, and that should be all-encompassing. One thing we questioned on the pod at the time when his arrival was pending was, was he the right man for the job? We agreed that we need a director of football. We championed, especially you, early the doors, and this is months ago, championed Campos. We obviously didn't get Campos. Um, we got a man who's made deals as director of football, but for mostly senior players and mostly for big money. And that was one of the points we touched on. So that said, he's through the door. And he came out that he was going to lead the search for our new manager. And what has happened since, Kovna? What has happened since? Since then, we've gone
1: from flirting with Conte to offering and signing a deal with Fonseca to Fonseca breaking down. Due to tax implications. There are certain tax breaks that he gets in uh, Italy that wouldn't be applicable in the UK. Which means that his money would be hit. And if he's going to be trying to get more money out of Tottenham. That's a non-star. It already shows shows you're an idiot if you're trying to get more money out of Tottenham. than they're willing to give you. So. (coughs) Then. (coughs) And then we get the news that Gattuso. uh, A man who, it's funny actually because before the before we played them at AC Milan, yeah, in the in Champions League quarter final, where they lost um, over two legs, Peter Crouch defining, um, deciding the tie after a fantastic run by Aaron Lennon, one of his. I was going to say, don't miss that Lennon. Yeah, Lennon's assist, glorious assist. We know he likes to get assists, seventy plus <laughs> in his career. Um, but uh, when like I used to actually really like really appreciate so like I used to love the fact that he wasn't a glamorous player by any means, but he did, like, the dogged work, right? And I respected that about him. When he tried to score out to jo- J- with Joe Jordan, though, I was like, nah, nah, you're a dickhead. You're a dickhead. He grabbed he him called. by the throat. He grabbed him by the throat. Even head-butted him. I was like, nah, 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 you're... Yes, he you did. Like, like, I'm talking him over everything, so don't even, like, yeah. But aside from that, he's made comments about um, homosexuality, racism, sexu- like sexism. Like, he's just... He's just an unashamed like, prick. Like, some people are dickheads, but they, they try and hide it because they know that being a dickhead isn't a good quality. And some people say they, they respect people who are you know, own being a prick. I don't believe in that either. I think if you're a prick and you own it, it makes you even worse because you like you know what you're doing. You know you're a dickhead and you're still like, you're double downing. You're a wanker. So as a person, he hasn't got any of the qualities that I like. And the last time we hired a manager whose personality traits I wasn't a fan of, it didn't end too well. So why would you go there again? Especially for at least the last guy had a track record of winning, right? has not done anything in his managerial career. He's done <laughs> nothing come in his managerial career. Let's he's done, done nothing, personal, <laughs> Personally, we know
0: he's he a complete and
1: utter
0: D-head.
1: He is not a Champions League coach. He's not a developer of youth. He is not a a a man who can create a team greater than some of its parts. He's not that guy. These are all the things that we've outlined, right? And we haven't... He's not that person, right? He's not that person. So why is he coming to Tottenham to have a conversation? Well, it seems he's coming to have a conversation because of Mendes. I don't know who the Mendes is,
0: bruv. I don't know who he is. Mendes is a G. Mendes is rolling in it. Mendes is one of those guys that is connected and has that authority, just demands that authority and that respect. And people come to him because... He's Cristiano's agent, right? And Jose's agent. And two of the biggest names in recent football in history. Um, and I could tell you what, both will actually stand the test of time, be marked as some of the greatest ever in football history, period. So he owns those two. And that's why people come to him. And but, just going back to Gatuscon. Oh, no, you go, you no, I was going to say you're good too. So point if this is, I haven't fact checked this, but this is what's going around on the socials. His record. Sion sacked after three months. Palermo sacked after three months. Ofi create, OFI create Oh, Crete. Crete. that would be resigned twice. Who resigns twice? Pizza resigned twice. Milan. And obviously was a fantastic player. Um, so gets the Milan gig. Mutual consent after eighteen months. Napoli sacked after eighteen months. Fiorentina, the most recent one, resigns after twenty-two or twenty-three days because of signings. Now we knew Conte was never going to work because it's the girlfriend you desire that wants the mansion, wants the Fendi, the Gucci, the everything, and even if you can afford it, you don't want that girlfriend because it's like, wow. Do you want to be here or do you just want me for my goods? And Gattuso, going to Fiorentina, demanding players, and then us to sign this vile person to then have that conversation, forget Paratici, with Levy to say, I'm demanding players. Who are you? What have you done? What is your track record? Jose didn't get the money and the players he wanted. Why are you going to get it? So that for me was just, There had to be paper talk. There had to be paper talk just because of the Fonseca deal breaking down because the Fonseca deal, there were two rumours flying around yesterday and the day before. One was the taxes. The other was that Gattuso became available and was always um, somebody liked by Perattici. Now, I'm hoping it is the taxes because if it's the fact that he's always liked been liked by Paratici then we are in a world of problems because going by what we've just said about Gattuso how could you favour Gattuso over Fonseca and a lot of other managers if he's one of your favourites of all time that has to be worrying I mean it's
1: it's also the thing that is it's how far the, the boss fell oh, yeah like I, I understand that Mourinho wasn't the right... Ma- Mourinho was probably the right manager at the wrong time. I, I always maintain that if we had got Mourinho maybe a season before the Champions League final... Um, then our team would have been in much better shape. Like, we had come close a couple of times, we put the pressure on a little bit, and that's what he does, right? He puts people over the edge. Whereas, we stuck with Pochettino, which I completely understand why we did, and I think he deserved, he deserved that. He'd earned that, right? So, we stuck with Pochettino, but unfortunately, when he said that we wanted to get that painful rebuild, we didn't back him, and then things started to fall apart, and then, then we got Mourinho. Mourinho doesn't fix things. He kind of puts finishing touches on things, so that was stupid. But, I understand why we would have got him. So, if that's the case, you go after him, and then you go going to get Conte, and then you show, at least some balls. Look, I, at the end there, I came around to thinking, yeah, Conte would be good, right? But when you think about the long-term development of the, of the team and the fact that we, we needed someone who's going to develop the team again, it took balls to say no to Conte. It did. Like, I, I along with a lot of Tottenham fans, wanted Conte after they had some time to think about it. I get it. He's an abrasive character, all that kind of stuff. But I was quite, quite interested in seeing where he could take things. But I understand also why Tottenham decided to say no if he wanted certain things they didn't want to give it to him. Right? I do get that. But then, to go to complete opposite sides, to get someone like Fonseca who shares some kind of similarities with Pochettino, early Pochettino, plays good football, um, has won some things in, uh, albeit, Fairly, um, like not fairly, but weaker leagues. But he also struggles against top sides, right? He struggles against top sides. He's supposed to be a genius when it comes to developing fullbacks. He was like Pochettino light. I think at this stage in our development, we shouldn't be going for more Pochettino light. It should be Pochettino, Pochettino better. Like the idea of Pochettino Agreed. light doesn't make sense, right? So then there's that, right? But then you go to Gattuso, who doesn't have those cont- attributes that Fonseca has, but he has the abrasive personality at a much worse level than Conte did, without the winning. Like, someone explain to me how the f- that came about. Like, the scale doesn't make sense. Like, the yeah, aggression doesn't make sense. There's nothing anyone can say to me to justify even talking to Gattuso. He hasn't done anything... To warrant having conversations. Like, at least, Like, when people talk about, oh, Graham Potter hasn't done anything at high level. Like, I'm not a Graham Potter proponent, purely because I feel that like we should be trying to do better than that. No respect to Graham Potter, he's done a wonderful job with Brighton, but the same things were said about Eddie Howe before. Oh, he's done a wonderful job with Bournemouth and blah, blah, Look, these are good managers, doesn't mean that they're the managers for us. Just to say that I don't want him in to Tottenham doesn't mean he's not a good manager, first of all, right? But I would sooner take Graham and Potter than I take Coutuzo any day of the week. It's not even close. 100. It's not even close. It's not even close. This has been this has been a shocking stream events. It feels like we've got. It feels like there's a massive family um, family issue, but it's being like filmed live on Big Brother and everyone's watching. It's crazy, yeah. right?
0: Watching us think crazy things. Yeah, because if you think about the Amazon documentary, I know that was a season or two ago now. The revelations out of that Amazon documentary weren't as wild and as public and informative as this. This is, like you say, real life spurs happening in front of the media. And I don't know if it's the Italians because they always seem to have some kind of news story ahead of us. But everything... All the info is being spilled out right before, and it's making it so public, so awkward, and so embarrassing for Spurs and Spurs fans. Like we are known as the Mickey Mouse club. My my brethren's missus, who doesn't do the football chat, no,
1: no at no, no. all. She needs,
0: she needs to relax. It's sending that football bands she needs, she needs about relax. Spurs. She needs to calm down, bro. In a non-football group, she needs to and directing it at me. No, 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 no! no. Come on, bruv. Put your foot down. This is what I'm saying. This is the... F- I had to. No, this her, is let, my point. Let her know that some, some, some lines shouldn't be crossed. Uh, it was it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing the fact that she felt she could do that given the state of our team. But, I mean, look, <laughs> so we, we've had all of this. Imagine, not even, this. It, not even following <laughs> football, but you know enough to know the Tottenham are laughing stock. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. But, okay, oh, so we've had all of this madness... The Gattuso thing I'm not so sure is factual, but the fact that it's come up, the fact that it's the same sources that have kind of mentioned the other stuff, which we believe, so I kind of we have to take this with some pinch of salt. But there's usually no smoke without some fire. Um, the fact that we went in for Ten Hag as well, the fact that we inquired about Poch prior to this, and the fact that we sacked Jose four days before a cup final without having a a replacement lined up, tells me that it was a kind of instantaneous decision. I say instant decision. It was one that obviously was thought about, they were thinking about beforehand, but it shows me there was a blow up and that rumour of the blow up blowout between Levy and Jose a few days before the cup final where he's saying, Levy's saying you have to play X, Y and Z commercially I need them playing, I need they've got value, if we're going to sell blah blah blah, all of that stuff and Jose saying this is why Spurs will never win anything um, because you want to dictate and pick the team, like that seems more feasible now because Jose went and two months later we haven't found a replacement, and that was four days before the cup final. So that tells me there was a proper blowout. That said, fine, if that's what you want to do, but don't just throw your toys out the pram because you need, you're running a football club, you still need to find a manager, maybe not in the same ilk as Jose, but somebody who's going to take the club forward. Right now, we've had one, two, three, four, five people we've spoken to publicly, And no one's taken the job. How much faith do you have in this search, Kovna? How much faith do you have in the fact that we, between Levy or Paratici or just Paratici, are going to find the right person? Because bear in mind, Fonseca, who was the right person for some, and the deal was almost done if it hadn't been for the tax um, issues, didn't have a team. Two of his main men had left. He was going to build a new team. And what is a manager without a team? And I think Jose struggled because he built a new team when he came to Spurs. So I'll ask you again. What faith do you have in this current search yielding the right manager for the job? Currently, I don't
1: have any. It's a really damning assessment, but I currently don't have any. And there's no point in trying to pretend that I do because... Look, the proof is going to be in the pudding. I might be proven wrong. We might stumble across an absolute gem. I remember when we were. Everyone's going to say this, but I remember when we were. When we ended up with Pochettino, and it got to the stage where it was either Pochettino or Lou Van Hout. And I was like, let's go Lou Van Hout. Because Lou Van Hout is the reason why I started following Barcelona. Like, he played good football, he'd won things. All those kind of things. It made sense. Pochettino is cool than that, but. Never won anything, um, fairly inexperienced, all that kind of stuff. I just thought that the bar was lower. But I was wrong. I was wrong. And so I look at this and I'm like, all right, so we tried three very different managers in very different ways. And one, one said no to us. One, we couldn't get over the line for tax reasons. Um, which I mean, even that has a, has an indictment on, on your ambitions, right? If you're, like, how much money at this level? How much money could we be talking about? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, how much money can we really be talking about? But could anyway, be
0: fifty percent of the wage structure.
1: Yeah. So if you look at it, it's like, well, then you must not really have wanted this guy. And if you really believe in that much, you'd make it work somehow because look, these deals can get done if you want to get if you really want them to get done, right? And. We might we might we look to regret this, who knows. But there's nothing that's shown me that we've made any kind of progression in our search. There's no reason for me to feel confident they can do it, purely because at every stage when they've been given opportunity, they've just bolted it up. I don't know who I, I can't think of who's left that we haven't already considered, right? So, you know, Ten Hag could 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 be someone that we revisit. If we revisit, I'd be very happy with that. Right? But if we don't if we don't go back to anyone we've already considered, or we've been linked with, I mean, to be honest, I just have less and less faith in it. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, there's no reason. P- faith, faith is the belief in the things that are unseen, right? So I haven't seen like much to go on, but it's still going to be built on experience. It's going to be built on some level of like intuition. Like My gut isn't telling me anything right now. This is just not.
0: It's just not a great place to be. Do you have any faith in it? <laughs> I'm always an optimist when it comes to Spurs. I, I also don't. I think all Spurs fans are optimists, as we wouldn't be supporting Spurs. You, you touched on it just there. You said faith is the belief in the unseen. Well, we haven't seen a trophy for a long time, but we still <laughs> believe that we might win one. So we have the ultimate faith. Um, I'm with you. I think, I'm just hoping this opens the door back up to Ten Hag and we break the bank to get the right man for the job. But it worries me. It worries me because if Fonseca was the right man, like you say, why didn't we make sure we got him? In addition to that, he didn't have a team. In addition to that, our director of football worked in Italy for 11 years with Juve as a director of football and probably before that. Um, Surely he should have known the tax situation with Fonseca. Surely that should have been a conversation point. Surely all of that should have been ironed out before this stage. So that actually worries me. He obviously knows Gattuso's history as well. He obviously knows the background, the situation, the sackings, etc. And if rumour is to be told, fan power is actually the reason why we didn't sign so as manager, so, so you, you believe sh- that, yeah? Because I was gonna what? ask you about that. So, like you,
1: you think that the fans are the ones who because if so, yeah, if you <coughs> if so, listen, everyone listening, yeah, tell your mom, your dad, your auntie Jackie, like,
0: start putting the pressure on. Let's get Ten Hag in the seat, <coughs> right? Let's see, let's see where we go, yeah. But the um, Ajax fan passion may, may, may keep him there,
1: yeah. No, London's bigger than Amsterdam. <laughs> I saw, I saw Frankie De Jong I saw I saw the the other day played against Austria and yeah it was just Austria but I thought to myself I know
0: wow wow anyway, to, to anyway. name but too yeah so yeah I mean shout out to the fan, shout out to the hashtag no too good too so um, love it like he couldn't come he couldn't come it would have been so un-Tottenham but I mean we tried the un-Tottenham with Jose and, and this is just like you say to the opposite way but My point is, how much of this debacle with the manager search reflects on Levy or reflects on Paratici or does it reflect on both? I think it
1: it reflects badly on Levy, right? And I'll tell you why. He hired Paratici, right? He hired Paratici after sitting down about talking about a strategy mm-hmm. for hiring a new manager, for our transfers, for the direction of the club. So, for me, it starts there. You've given him the reins. And after having that discussion, you're like, go forth, Paratici. Let's see what you have to do, right? Start started off well. Conte. Good level... Some would even argue, some would even argue uh, uh, a station above Spurs, right? Let's just be frank. Mm-hmm. And then you went in the car. People are like, ah, all right, tell about this guy. But we don't know what we don't know. So we're prepared to, we're prepared to accept it, right? And be like, okay, cool. Um, listen to that. We start to convince ourselves. Plays good football, develops fullbacks, works with youth. Known for getting the best out of what he has. Makes sense. Ah, Tax, blah, blah. Paradis, you were working in Italy. You're working in Italy. You understand how these tax things work. But cool, that hasn't worked out. Now, we've ended up with Gattuso. All of this stuff, when you go into any plan, right, you could be booking a flipping holiday, bro. If you're booking a holiday and you can't get one hotel, you have an idea of what the next hotel is, Right? If you can't get that hotel, you have an idea maybe on the next or at least how you're going to come to the solution of where you're going to go, right? Or your Airbnbs, whatever it is, you have options. There's no way apparently he said to, said to Daniel Levy, all right, Daniel Levy, we're going to go for Conte, and that's it. No, he would have said, we're going to go for Conte, and if you can't go for Conte, go for the person, who can't go for the Like, he must have set out a plan, an, idea, an identity of who he's going after, and Daniel Levy must have signed that off. If Daniel Levy wasn't happy with the plan that he was going to have together, he wouldn't have got the job. Because you know how much of a micromanaging control freak he is. If you want to have that much control and you want to hire someone who's going to alleviate some of those football decisions from you, and then make, this is the mess that we found ourselves in, he had to take responsibility. This plan was not has, has not just come to fruition now, it was laid out before he was offered the job. So Daniel Levy's got to take responsibility. Of course he has. If I employ someone, and they start doing the madness it's still my responsibility yeah I don't control that person but he can't go and search for certain people he can't start certain conversations without going to Daniel Levy first Daniel Levy is his boss if he doesn't give him the green light those conversations don't happen I fully believe that
0: I mean ultimately Daniel Levy you're right is to blame for everything that happens good or bad for Spurs we've picked him up for the stadium the training ground the finances behind Spurs and yeah we've um, absolutely ripped him to pieces with regards to the football inside and lack of ambition on the pitch and the trophy-less seasons. I mean, he's tried to step down from his dictatoria or dictatorian, dictorian dictatorship um, even, get my words right, and employed somebody with a decent reputation. Now, he is to blame, but I don't think we can look beyond Peritici as well because... You touched on Conte, great start, but hold on a second here. It's not about great starts. It's about delivering, right? This man is known for delivering big deals. Cristiano, over the line. Aaron Ramsey, over the line. Emre Chan over the line. Perlo in, um, getting the big deals done. The whole point of you coming in was to get that big deal over the line. Yeah, have a backup, of course, but that was the big deal. That was the big fish. Yeah. We're punching above our weight trying to get Conte right now, some would argue. But we are a big club. Financially, we're a massive club. So get that man in. Get that desirable man in that then gets everything right. And that was your first job, Paratici. You didn't quite do it. Okay, you had your backup. you worked in Italy, as we've touched on. This should have been a no-brainer. This was a safe bet this was a man discarded by the club that have taken our discarded manager let that sink in out of work 3-4 million compared to the 15 million that Jose was getting and we couldn't get this deal over the line and the man didn't have any staff we were going to hire the staff together and this deal fell through and then on top of that we're linked to Italy again to Gattuso now Paratici, my friend. I don't know how this will reflect on your legacy at Spurs. I don't know how much goodwill you will have at Spurs. We know Levy is dicing with very little goodwill at Spurs right now. I don't know how much goodwill Paratici has. What do you think, Kwapna? We've not well, made well, a signing and we can't make a signing because we've got no manager which we'll come on to.
1: He hasn't. He idea. Right, you have to earn that goodwill. You need you need to put yourself in a position where you're like, at least he's started off in the right place. He's showing an understanding of what we're trying to do. Like we currently don't know what we're trying to do. Right, we've had we've heard all this talk about the kind of manager we're trying to hire and the attributes we're going for, and they've then gone the other way. They've gone against those attributes. So why does anyone trust anything that's coming out of the club right now? Why, why should we do that? The, the fan pressure was a lot and I guess that's why we, we are where we are right now but even that side is like how many times do we have to go through the reset? And we are doing this in the midst of a, a European tournament so once the European tournament ends the chance of winning is going to go crazy and given the season we just had do we really want to find ourselves in a situation again where we're we're trying to make signings last minute. We are We're not sure who we've been linked with, who we're going to sign. We need to see who we need to get out of the club as well. We can't sell these people. Like These are problems that we face every summer as soccer fans anyway. Do we need that with the added stress from not having a manager and the and, uh, director of football who's finding his feet? I just think it's becoming like, insurmountable. If you don't do that, what well, all of us, your talent man and, and uh, best player is currently... Making moves to leave, like that's a lot. That's a lot to cope with in off season, man. And it's, I don't know, man.
0: It's not looking good at all. It's not looking good at all. But you made some good points. Like Aston Villa have signed Bonilla. Aston Villa have put in a bid for Emil Smith Rowe. Like imagine that. Like a twenty year old starlet from down the road who actually had a decent season. And that's yep. the Villa felt, they could put in a bid for a young English star. Also, um, also, also signed
1: um, Ashley Young. Oh, did they? Yeah, signed Ashley I Young. I missed that. Yeah, yeah. So they brought him. They brought him back. Scudetto winner. Yeah, Scudetto winner. brought him back. It's like it's calm for them, bruv. It's just calm. Like I mean, and a lot of fans are not going to like me saying this, but Leicester are the team. We think we should be. Hundred, we've touched on them, and many times. I think the seamless nature with which they conduct their business, like whether it's changing managers or getting this... no these you get all these players that come in. There aren't these long protracted um, transfer sagas and none of that. No, it's coming cleanly. But I mean, at this stage, honestly, like I was saying to my wife the other day, I was like, sliding in bed, watching the. What we watching? Flash forward. Watching flash forward, right?
0: I'm not really paying attention, right? Because this is a show. Wait, she's flash got. forward. Is that that one season show where they everything stops and they go into the future or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was all right still. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So it's, only yeah, it's only one it's only, season. Yeah, it was season,
1: yeah. So she's watching it, yeah. She's watching it. I'm not really watching it. Like and I'm just like I'm on Twitter and, and I'm just trying to find out what's happening with Tottenham, right? And she, she looked over me. She was like, "You look confused." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really confused. I'm confused as to how." This team is managed to make such a mess of the situation over and over again and don't seem to be learning from their mistakes. Like, we are all our transfers, like our main targets, take forever to get in. Um, and if they come in early, they take forever to settle, in Lombardy case on point. And then when we want to do something, everyone knows we're trying to do it, so they try and fleece us for it, right? and make it harder for us, because they already know that the person they're dealing with is like a really difficult negotiator. So then we have to deal with that. And then, ultimately, we end up falling short, and we can look back to all the reasons we fell short, because we didn't do X, Y at the beginning, and we are doomed to do it again the following season. So I'm just looking perplexed at the season, like, why? Why is it that every fan out there... Look, we've, got, we've all got different opinions on the way the club should be managed. We've all got different opinions on, on our transfer policy. But all Tottenham fans can agree that we make pretty much the same mistakes every season. Sometimes we make those mistakes and we finish second, and sometimes we fin- make those mistakes and we finish seventh. But what's completely consistent is that we make those mistakes. ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. It's laughable. You know when you're so much like, you know when you're so much like pain, so much frustration. You just have to laugh or cry rough. And I'm not much of a cry, so I'm just a hysterical time because this is like, this
0: is hot, stinking trash. This is putrid. Yeah, nah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I've got to the stage where I just have to laugh because I cannot take it on. I cannot take it on. And I adv- and I advise you and urge you, as your friend, as your co-host, as your sometimes teammate on the TNF um, football, shout out to yeah, TNF, yeah, coming to back TNF. soon. Shout out to TNF. Um, as a fellow Spurs fan, I urge you not to take Spurs to the bedroom. It's no good for the love life. Like it, it's no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scrolling through news now. Nah. Yeah. You know what? I keep, it out. I keep <laughs> out. Yeah. There. Keep it out. Keep it out of also, a shout out to Little Wayne because I'm going to use a bar from Little Wayne for Daniel Levy. And let this one sink in, if you catch it. First time around. Lil Wayne said... <laughs> and I quite quote... We are quoting Lil Wayne. on this your side? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wheezy. Weezy F For baby. those who are not familiar, <laughs> Weezy you may F not baby. like him. Please say the baby. Wheezy F. Baby. Young money. Yeah. yeah. Wayne said... Real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> Let that sink in. <laughs> You can do a lot oh, worse than please. listening to Lil Wayne. Yeah. And for those young, who didn't know. Yeah. His team, his team wins. They win. Two of the biggest biggest stars in the last decade. <laughs> his team wins, bruv. We are bruv. Daniel Levy taking advice of Lil Wayne, you know, how to run a
1: and how to run a corporation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Wonders will,
1: to... will never cease. He, he bought he bought for the he bought for the youth. Man, he, managed, he walked you. He, he, <laughs> he got. He got. has superstars in like Drake and Nicky. I'm telling you, man. Maybe he could. Maybe he could learn from learn from that way. Maybe he could do it. Yeah. Maybe he could. Was do he it. even
0: locked up in Rikers, and his team was still winning.
1: it's the above. Oh my days! I just think it's like, I don't know. I think for us as a, as a fan base, the idea is now: how do we put ourselves in a position to? To move forward effectively. Now, we were talking before, and you mentioned like, why is it that we're just getting a certain type of manager? Like, we're looking abroad, we are looking abroad. We seem to be stuck in Italy. If they don't have time, they are not interested. Um, And we were discussing the options, and I just think that there's a dearth of managerial talent when it comes to English managers right now. Um, I would love to be proven wrong. I just don't see it. I don't see. I don't see anyone who I'd actually be. There's some, maybe there's. I would accept a couple, but I might. That I'm actually passionate about getting them in. N- nah. And I just feel like if you're gonna take this amount, if you're gonna take this amount of time, if you're gonna make this much of a mess of it. Get the right person. Have get
0: to. the right person. Anything else is unacceptable. There's no comeback from this. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah There they... is absolutely no comeback from this. If we sign the wrong manager, Levy and Peretici are done.
1: You say they're done, where are they going to go, bro? Levy's per- tough on gonna... like, People don't like to hear it, but Levy's tough bro. <laughs> like, the thing about Levy is... Levy's a kind of... It's, an, it's like we're in an abusive relationship. Like... He
0: yeah no, he,
1: we are in an abusive he, relationship. He, he manipulates the situation. And this is not to is not to lighten the um, the the impact of domestic violence or anything like that. Oh, so yeah, I don't 100%. want people I don't I don't want people jumping into it telling me that I I, I compared it to like being a bad wife. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is that repeatedly we are put in a situation where we experience frustrations. We're given those dangerously close to being electric ecstatic amazing moments failing to get there with promises of knowing that we have got quite close and we'll, do, we'll come back stronger next season that hasn't happened for a while now and the chances are I would not be surprised if Daniel Levy now goes and gets a manager backs him he turns out to be really really good and we end up finishing in the top four and playing good football and good vibes even with Harry Kane leaving I will not be surprised if all of those things happen but did we really have to go through all of this to get there did we really have to suffer the summer that we're suffering right now to get to that? Would that justify what we felt this summer? I don't think so. Because we've done the top four thing. We've done the good football thing. And don't get me wrong. There's not a fan out there who will not swap this, what we're going through right now, for Pochettino's heyday. Of, of course not. But we've gone to the place where we're like really, really good. We want to be great. We want to win stuff. Like, a lot of Tottenham fans, I'm sure right now, are thinking to us, you know what? If I could jump ship and go to another club, yeah, I would do it. It's I would been a lot do of Talk it. about that, you know.
0: Bro, been a lot of
1: talk <laughs> right now, Andrew. I'm telling you, bro. No exaggeration. If if it wasn't the fact that I was born and bred in Tottenham, right, my dad raised me as a Tottenham fan. No matter where I go, right, I'm Tottenham. I've wa- I've watched Tottenham games in everywhere from like New York
0: to Trinidad are you going to go through this 12% yeah. of could, your yeah, visiting yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the world again yeah, are
1: we doing that again I've woken up at dumb times to watch Tottenham sometimes I've just randomly bumped into other Spurs fans in the bar we've learned about how tough it is to be a Spurs fan even though we're sitting there barking in the sun drinking cocktails at like 11 o'clock in the morning like I've been there right mm-hmm. but right now Andrew, if someone told me that hey you know what you no know hard feelings you want to go to Man City go do it I can't say I would be tempted, you know? Because this is a real bullshit that, that's going on right now. This is horrible. This is horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. being spurs to you die, yeah, is is hard work, man. It's hard, hard work. work. It's hard work having to explain to people why you put up with this nonsense. It's hard. That's a really difficult thing to do. It is. To constantly having to explain to someone why you inflict this nonsense on yourself. You know, the other day I was going to buy my daughter another ton of a you know?
0: Oh, she really has one. I'm going to buy that. her another one. I'm going to buy her another one. What kind of father am I? Oh. Bad dad. The funny thing is, right, uh, I was going to touch on that because I was at football last night with my son, eldest son, and one of his teammates, his dad was saying he's such a bad dad because it's a very different reason. He actually, He is one of my Spurs connects anyway. And he wasn't about Spurs though. He was saying it because... When his son comes to him with something good, he's like, yeah, but what about that? You didn't do that. What about that? And I said, I'm like that. And he said, bad dad. But it obviously brought back our bad dad conversations. And obviously Spurs have released the home kit. Uh, I don't know if they've released the other kits. I haven't seen it. I know the third kit won't come out until September. But it's my son's birthday, the end of August. And I usually buy him a Spurs kit. And I'm just like, can I really justify? Nah, you know what, don't do it. But he's it. into football, and yeah, all he yeah, wears is football kits, and no, he's growing, it. so he needs a new kit. I've bought him PSG. He's asked for Juve. I don't mind buying those foreign kits, but I'm definitely not buying a domestic kit for him. That's not Spurs. But do I, I? You're saying don't buy him one. Mm, you can't do it, man. You know, do you know? you know? The other thing is, is like
1: you don't have to. You can get him like a another kit you can get another, you can get another kit from another team or whether you can do it from, obviously not, not another like UK team like you're saying, not a, not another domestic side but like you can get him and in that international team, you can get him the Brazil kit. Well, yeah, at yeah, the end Brazil's of the day, coming. yeah, there are like two things you're trying to, the two things you try and you try and give your kids, right, and a true understanding of their heritage, where they come from, their provenance, like the things that make them who they are, right, and that's everything from the food they eat to the culture they choose to the teams that they choose, all that kind of stuff but then there's also the values They're also the values. Right now, talk are spitting in our faces. You buy that kit, you are telling your son, if someone's spitting in your face, it's okay. Now, I'm not trying to incite violence. I'm not trying to tell anyone who listens to this podcast how to raise your kids, yeah? But if someone's spitting in your face, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Do not
0: buy that kit. Yeah, I hear you. I I don't know if... uh, You're right. I don't know what's going to happen, though. But going back to your point about Levy being Teflon and all of this, all of this suffering, We've suffered under Levy. I'm not saying he's the only one. We suffered under Sugar, although it was slightly different because Sugar was turning the club around. um, And he did a good job. I won't have any bad words said about Sugar. So, and Sugar. But, from that regard, anyway. um, All this suffering. All this... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that aside, I'm talking about his job, his tenure. He's a flipping dickhead, man. (laughs) Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. But you say Levy's Teflon. He is in terms of Enoch and the role he's done there based on investment, based on property. However, you have a, a very divided and have had a very divided uh, divided fan base based on the, f- the delivery of results on the pitch against the infrastructure and the position that Levy has put Tottenham in. When we started this pod... We both said Levy in. Now, I think we're more akin to Levy out. So we've changed in a year, right? Others are still on the fence and others have changed. My point there, though, is if we get this wrong now, I think we riot. I think think, I'm not inciting violence, but what I'm saying is I think the demonstrations have been half-hearted since right at the end of the season, I think the demonstrations will go into full-on ritual mode with regards to Levy and Levy and, and Enoch out. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that's coming, especially if this goes belly up. Director of football, this mad, shambolic search for a manager, and then imagine we got Iker or somebody like that. I know he's gone, but somebody else. She, uh... it's going to go
1: when you say when you say this yeah like I I get what you're saying like I understand it right but I have I've seen I've seen United fans like you know United one of the most powerful clubs historically in the world right I've seen those fans like rant and rave about the Glazers I've seen them protest I've seen them riot what happens bro Glazers just laugh at them and continue next season bro do you think Daniel Levy is going to get pushed out by us I I don't (laughs) know could happen
0: We've got a, we've got to do bad. what you say. Don't buy the T-shirts. Don't buy the merch. Don't attend the ground. Although I've just re- um, did buy my season tickets again. However, however, I did get a cheaper season ticket by doing a bit of shenanigans. But <laughs> that said, we've got to. F- Levy recognizes <laughs> I decimal points. Levy <laughs> <laughs> oh. recognizes decimal places, dollars and pound and euro signs. That is what he recognises. And that is how we're going to have to vote with our pocket when it comes to getting Levy out. And if people don't turn up at the ground, if that restrictions out the window, brand new stadium being half empty week on week out, I think that I think Levy and Enid will get the message. Honestly, that's what I think will happen. I'm, I'm not saying that's what we're doing now. I'm not saying I'm, I want to be the ringleader of it. I'm just saying... I think there, become, there comes a time, there is a situation where enough is enough. And once we start acting in that way, I think the message will be um, received loud and clear. I think you've got a lot more faith in the amount of impacts that we can have. But I think we have to believe we can
1: make change. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So I, I'm, I'm completely, I get that. I get that, that whole idea. And I want to subscribe to it. I really do. And I hopefully you're right. Um, but I guess we'll just have to see.
0: We'll just have to see. Right, I mean, is there any positives? Like you always you say the sun always shines on the self on the shelf side, and it does always shine on the shelf side. So let's give some sunshine to the listeners and to all Spurs fans. We could there have hired. The, the positives. Yeah. No, don't could've... give me Catuso as your don't give me We could have hired uh <laughs> <laughs> This is your positive, okay? Go on, run with your positive narrative. Do you know
1: what? I think I think the the positive right now, the truth truth be told, is that we've we've failed to sign three managers, right? And if we're honest, two we weren't fully convinced with, and one we were unified against, right? That's the truth. And so we haven't we haven't gone for those people. I would rather make a mess and not get those people that are wrong for the club, than just to get them for the sake of having a manager. Like I, I feel that I feel that at this stage, Kane is unless we win the league next season. I think Kane is gone next season at the very latest anyway. Right. So I'm not thinking about Kane. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about Kane. I'm not thinking about players. I'm not thinking about any of that. I'm thinking about the right person to take the to take our club into the future. I didn't believe any of those three people were the right people, but I was willing to accept two of them, one of them I wasn't. Maybe, maybe we're wrong now, like we would have been back in 2000 and, when was it, Fifteen, 14? 14, I think it was. Right? Maybe maybe we will be wrong again, because any Tottenham family tried to make out like they knew what Podge was going to do, mm. I mean, it would be, it'd be, it'd be very hard to, to convince me of that fact. So, yes, for me, the positives are we haven't ended up and sacrificed or settled for what I think ultimately weren't necessarily the right choices. That's the only positive I can take from this, right? Right now, the director of football thing isn't working. It's not working, right? It's not working. It's been a very short period of time, but football is about results, man. On and off the pitch, it's about results. The results off the pitch is why Daniel Levy is still in in control. The results on the pitch is why you know we continue to I guess um, suffer the frustrations of of Tottenham, right? So we haven't hi- right now. What we know for sure is we haven't hired the wrong manager, and to
0: me that's got to be a positive. I mean, I like that. I do like that, and it does it does ring true to me. Um, But as you were saying it, it did remind me of of an old West Indian parable that um, (laughs) uh, I think one of my aunties used to say um, to us about our girlfriends and just us just being just young men. And she used to say, um, y'all keep picking, 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 and you'll go keep picking, 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 picking until you pick shit. (laughs) And that was
1: so hopefully we oh, don't fall into man. that. Oh, That's putting everything
0: I've said into Distribute. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't want to say it because you're... you're I mean, it was good what you said. And no, I, no, do, I, it, do I do it, believe in that. It, it, but oh that God. just came into my head. Um, God rest her soul. But, yeah, that's what she used to say to us. And it, and it did stay with me. But um, I'm going to shout One New City <laughs> in the last couple oh, of weeks. you have ruined everything. <laughs> Fawley in Australia, shout to you guys. And I think next week I'm going to go through the top 50 of all time. Maybe not top 50, top 20 most listened cities. And I'll include the UK cities in there. You know, just to get the name in lights because I like to big up the listeners on no, this cool, show. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it, man. They make it what it is. They're the reason we do it. Yeah, indeed. I mean, that could have gone one or two ways. But I like I like your positivity as always. I like your insight as always. Let's try man, it. Man, I hope we don't pick, pick, pick till we pick shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because boy, yeah, grandma has yeah. she's she, she got a point, man. She's she got a point. <laughs> Definitely got a point. All right. Well, listen, guys. Look, we appreciate it. It's, it's a bit of a weird place. Um, and for us, um, we just had to jump on and to connect with you guys because you know there's been a lot, lots of going on. But we appreciate it. Um, we hope, uh, we hope you appreciate us. Um, also for in this down and. Do listen. Continue to give the gift to the pod. Tell a friend. Tell a friend that you know misery loves company, and that's exactly where we are right now. <laughs> um, but you know, it's this is not actually like ringing as true because every time it seems to get worse. But it could be worse, guys. It could be worse. But in the meantime, you know, you can follow us on the Shelf Pod for the like rants and rays and updates. I'm gonna say thank you from me, and thank you from me. And see you soon, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. And um, yeah, remember, guys, we haven't signed the wrong manji yet. So, you know, smile. Because the sun always shines on the south side. So, Lero, run the outro. <laughs>